When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply path forward from the jethro's barbecue studio with amazing slow smoked wings and world famous baby back ribs this is des moines sports station 106.3 kxno for 75 years ncmic has been doing the right thing for its customers employees and the community now here's miller and condon On Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Makes it possible for us to speak with David Kaplan on a weekly basis. Before we do so, Trent, clean this up. I forgot to do so earlier. Had a caller uh, when we were talking about the Drake game tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently it is on 671 DirecTV. Oh, nice. So that used to be called Fox Sports Midwest. Is it Bally Sports? Bally Sports Midwest. Bally Sports yep. Midwest. 671, apparently. That's awesome. Has the dogs tonight. Let's get our buddy David Kaplan in here. Do you have a Bulldog game? Will you be making your way to Forest Avenue in Des Moines this year? Cappy, do you know? I did not. I got 10 different games in the Valley. They did not assign me. Because they said the Drake Diner would run out of food by the time I got done eating there. That place is so good. Indeed it is. Cap, so much uh, so much ground to cover with you. Uh, I want to ask about your radio show this morning. I'm, I'm guessing, and you guys went on the air early on Monday with, uh, with the impending uh, firing um, of Matt Nagy. And, and as it turned out, Ryan Pace, you guys at uh, ESPN 1000 there, just uh, took the airwaves and held them all day long. But today being Wednesday, with John Lester's announcement that he's walking away from the game, uh, I, I, I don't even want to say arguably the biggest free agent signing in the history of Chicago sports. I think he is that answer. Uh, did that kind of curtail some of the, what I'm assuming is bears-to-bears talk the first two days of the week? Uh, it did a little because Jesse Rogers, who's our baseball guy uh, on my show and on our station, plus for ESPN.com, Jesse was approached by John and said, I want you to break the story. I want you to write the story that I'm retiring because they had a great relationship here, which is just a great, you know, kudos to Jesse because, you know, there's a billion guys in the media from Boston to Chicago that John knew and to have developed that kind of relationship speaks to Jesse's credibility. So we did have Jesse on and we did talk a couple segments about John, but everything else is bears, bears, bears because, you know, it seems like every half hour we're playing the breaking news sounder. Bears are interviewing Brian Flores. Bears are interviewing Elliot Wolf, Ron's son from the Patriots. They're, you know, Omar Khan broke today. So, yeah, that's all people want to talk about. Who would be the second biggest name? If Lester's the, the most significant free agent signing in the history of Chicago sports, who else is on that list? Well, to me, there's if it has to be on the field, then... It, or court or whatever, 
There's two that are tied for me. Okay. Like Harry Carey changed generations <laughs> of Cubs okay. fans when he went from the White Sox to the yep. Cubs. So, but if we're talking athlete only, it's either John Lester or Marion Hosa. Yeah. Marion Hosa won three Stanley mm-hmm. Cups. So he came over. He had been with Pittsburgh and Detroit back-to-back years, and both years lost in the finals. So he was on the wrong side both times, had never won a cup. The Blackhawks let Martin ha- Martin Havlett go, and then they bring in Marion Hosa on a monster deal, and he wins three Stanley Cups. So he, some people will tell you, he's the biggest free agent signing in Chicago sports history. For me, because it's 108 years, what John meant that the Cubs were finally open for business under Theo and the rebuild was complete, I go John Lester. We had a listener check in earlier today, say it's a non-player, but what about Theo Epstein? If you're throwing Uh coaches, GMs into the mix, would Theo take the top? Theo would absolutely be right there. And again, you know, if you one. go, if Bill Belichick retires and they go hire some free agent and he wins the Super Bowl, okay, cool. You won the Super Bowl, <laughs> right. but they've won, you know, a truck full of them. You came here, yeah. the Cubs, the laughable, lovable, laughable losers, and you won the World Series after 108 years. I can never cover a bigger story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm being serious. The Bears could win the next 10 Super Bowls. The Cubs, the White Sox, the Blackhawks, the Bulls. I covered Michael. There is no doubt in my mind that the biggest story I ever covered was November 2nd, 2016, when after 108 years of insanity, the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. It's time to talk Bears, Cappy. And let's get into the firings of Ryan Pace, the general manager, of course, Nagy, the head coach. How this is going to work. Give us a timeline here. You would figure that... You would get a GM that would ultimately hire the coach. But some people believe maybe that's not the case, and especially if you're going to go the route, somebody that would want a lot of power, maybe you go coach first. Fill us in on how this is going to go ultimately. Will it be the GM hired first? That's how it should go, but there's an exception to it because you've got a guy like Bill Polian, who I know he's 79, and there are people, what are you doing hiring a 79-year-old guy to coordinate your search? Bill Polian is in the Hall of Fame for a reason because he's an amazing, amazing football evaluator and executive, and he's got incredible contact. Like, I can't, if they hired me and said, we'll give you whatever those guys make 500 grand, 600, whatever they get for to run a search for a multi billion dollar company, there is no way that I could pick up the phone and say, hey, Sean Payton, are you interested? No. Okay, check him off the list. Mike, I can't get to those guys. I can get you a list by going on Google or making a few calls and going, you need to talk to Trent County. You need to talk to Ken Miller. You need to talk to Omar Khan with the Steelers and all these guys we put in a request. That's not the tough part. The tough part is, can you pair a coach and a GM? So if the right coach is out there and Jim Harbaugh says, I'm not interviewing, that's not going to happen. You know my, my record. You know me. But this has to happen today because I've got recruiting going on. I've got Michigan offering me a new contract, whatever the circumstances are. Then Bill has the ability to navigate and say, okay, the GM guys were really serious about Trent and Ken. They both know Jim. They're cool with him. We're good. You could hire the head coach then. It's Harbaugh 
He's going to have input on who he works with. Kyle Shanahan helped pick John Lynch. They hired Shanahan. He finished through the Super Bowl. They got Lynch in place. They're joined at the hip. So it doesn't have to be. But for me, in the ideal world, you hire a GM, and then that GM says, I want that guy to be my coach. I think that is the perfect way to go about it. Uh, so, Cap, who is consensus-wise, uh, pulse of your audience, who do they want as the GM, and who do they want uh, at the helm? Who should be? Who do they want as the head coach? If you want just the fans' opinion, a bunch of them want Lewis Riddick off Monday Night yeah. Football, and they want Jim Harbaugh to coach. I don't know if those two guys have, have ever met, if they have any kind of relationship. Could they work together? I have no idea what their philosophies are, you know, compared to one another. So, you know, that's just pie in the sky. Brian Flores is getting a lot of love here because he's tough and tense. He's a former Patriot. But the stories I hear from people who know are he was really, really tough to get along with in Miami. Some players hated playing for him. The GM and he got sideways. The quarterback got sideways with him. So that gives me real concern that a team that went 8-1 and one their last nine, they fired that dude? Really? They fired him. I got to know more of why that went down, or you may make the same mistake. And Stephen Ross is an outstanding owner. George McCaskey's not at his level. Right. How is George going to handle some guy who demands total secrecy, total control, he wanted even more power. He wanted the GM who hired him to have no say, final say, in the draft or the roster. And they finally said, enough, you're out. See you later. How important to you is, even if it is a defensive head coach that comes in, getting the right offensive coordinator, ultimately getting the right quarterback coach, and bringing the person in that can develop Justin Fields? I want the right CEO to be the head coach. I think I told you guys this. I know I talk about it on my shows on radio and TV, but Dave Wanstead, who I work with, said he was going to call the defense in Chicago. He's the head coach. And Jimmy Johnson, his mentor, called him and said, what in the H are you doing? <laughs> he said, what do you mean? Stop calling the defense. You're a head coach now. Act like it. You hire an offensive coordinator and tell him to score as many GD points as he can, and you get a D coordinator and you tell them to stop them from scoring as many GD points as you can. He said, you don't have to hire an offensive head coach. you got to hire a head coach who can hire a great offensive coordinator and then put a system in that utilizes Justin Fields' skill set. So that's what I want. I want somebody, if it's a guy who's never done it and you feel he can, okay, I prefer someone who has done it in this market at this time in the Bears' juncture it's a crucial hire. You're never going to get a rookie quarterback on his rookie deal that you think is the future. I want somebody who I can look at. Maybe that's Doug Peterson who's interviewing as we speak. He's interviewing right this second with the Bears. Maybe it's Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl, but he's also one of Matt Nagy's best friends, and he runs basically the same system. Is that a good thing? Mm. Well, Justin doesn't have to learn a bunch of new terminology, new philosophies different coach but then i would go doug can you explain something to me you won the super bowl in 2018 two years later you were fired why mm. so there's questions 
No, no doubt about it, Cap. And I think there was a lot of questions after George McCaskey's press conference. Now, uh, full disclosure, I didn't see all of it, but I saw the clip where he refused to uh, give a vote of confidence to Justin Fields, which didn't seem like his uh, the, his his uh, his brightest move at the press conference. He was asked every which way. I think it was David Haw who finally kept twisting the question around, and he still wouldn't answer the question about his quarterback and the fact that whoever the new coach and general manager is, um, they it, it's going to be Justin Fields that's going to carry forward. Was that his biggest faux pas? If not, what was? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that for this reason. So if I identify my head coach, and it's clear, pick a name, Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, Doug Peterson, Brian Flores, whoever it is, and we do all our interviews, and we're like, that's the guy. That is the guy for the Chicago Bears. And you sit him down, and he says to you, I'll just be honest with you, I'll work with Justin. We'll give him every chance to compete and to earn this job but I wouldn't have drafted him. I had a bad grade on him in the draft, and here's why. This concerns me, that concerns whatever. Well, if you think that guy's the right coach, you got to hire him, and then you let him do his job. If a program director hires Ken Miller and then says, no, you're not talking Iowa State and Kansas, no, you're not talking this, then he shouldn't have hired you. The same thing they did to Ryan Pace, we're going to make you the GM, and he said, Great. I have a deal in place, basically. I'm hiring Dan Quinn as the head coach. No, you're not. You're a rookie at this. You're going to take an old KG veteran who just got fired, John Fox. Then you shouldn't have hired Ryan Pace. Shame on you. You hire a man, you let him do his job. So I didn't have a problem with George on that. He's going to stay out of it and want to hear the plan from the coach. That's fine. Going after Olin Krutz and calling him a liar and then Olin reaching out to Ryan Pace on the day he got fired and Harry Heastan and both confirming that, yes, we did offer you $15 an hour. And George doubling down, you got to take everything Olin says with a grain of salt. I thought George came off from that exchange, how he spoke about his vision. I thought George embarrassed himself. It was the single worst press conference by a Chicago sports executive in the 30 years I've been in the business. And that's a pretty long list. With that, Cappy, what's going on with your buddy Olin Krutz and the back and forth and the $15 an hour job that the Bears uh, offered him during a, a camp one year? The back and forth continues there, and Olin Krutz certainly very credible. The back and forth that you've seen with them in the Bears organization. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, Olin's a dear friend of mine. But Olin called me that day. I, I called him while the press conference was going. I said, are you watching this? He's like, yep. I said, he just called you a liar. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. He said, I'm going to double down and confirm this before I go back on. I said, and what if they tell you you're wrong? He said, I'll issue a statement that I was misunderstood it and shame on me and I'm wrong. But he said, if I'm right, I'm going to fire right back at him. And after making a few calls, he talked to Ryan Pace. He talked to Harry Heastan, the O-line coach at the time. And they both said, yes, that's an accurate story, Olin. You're not making it up. We screwed up. Ryan said we that was just a standard, like, whoever's going to come in and help out at training camp, that's what the standard agreement looks like. He said, we should have just set up a meeting with you and worked out what your responsibilities are, what you feel you can do to help us, and then said, okay, we'll pay you this. Instead, that was just like a jumping-off point, and all went, 15 bucks an hour? Yeah, I'm out. See you later. And 
for George to have no knowledge of the offer, from what I've been told, and then to impugn all his character was a joke. Mm. David Kaplan, uh, ESPN 1000, of course, NBC Sports Chicago. Capra, good stuff. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Very timely, very topical having you here on a Wednesday. Thank you, Cap. All right, stay up late tonight, 9 o'clock Central, Bulls Nets at United Center. 9 o'clock? That's when it tips at 9 Central? Yeah, it's the second game of the doubleheader, and they want uh, the national audience. Makes sense. Good stuff. They're a story. Thanks, Cap. See you, boys. Good to talk to David Kaplan uh, as we catch up with Cap. So uh, I want to save a couple of minutes from that uh, conversation with Cap uh, because we have Mitch Holtis coming up, mm-hmm. but the Big Ten has released their schedule. Um, seemingly that what was to be Michigan-Purdue-Ohio State yes. in back-to-back weeks has softened up a little bit with the inclusion of at Illinois between Michigan, and then they threw a bye week in there. Yeah, the schedule, I think, gets in a way better for Iowa. Not only that, you mentioned that stretch. It was at Minnesota, home for Michigan, at Purdue, at Ohio State. Three out of four on the road, including the only home game being against the reigning champions in the Big Ten, the Michigan Wolverines. Now this is what the schedule looks like. Non-conference, exactly the same. South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada, all the same. Open up on the road in Big Ten play at Rutgers. Okay, good. Home for Michigan. Yep. At Illinois. Bye week before you go to the Buckeyes. Home for Northwestern. At Purdue. Wisconsin. At Minnesota. Black Friday, Nebraska. So that daunting stretch of the last Saturday in September mm-hmm. through about the middle of the month, that's changed significantly. Yes, it has. Yeah, that That's good news for the Hawks. Now, five road games in the Big Ten. Okay. Rutgers, yep. improving. Yeah. Illinois, improving. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's Ohio State. Purdue. Purdue's going to be tough. Has your number. Yeah. And at Minnesota. That's tough. You won a lot of tight games. Yeah. The worm you think would turn at some point. So the home slate, if you're buying tickets, the non-con is, of course, South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada. You see Michigan. You see Northwestern. You see Wisconsin. And you see Nebraska. They'll sell a lot of tickets for that. That's a one of the better home schedules Iowa's had in a while. I'll be placing my call to Dr. Fuller here today to make sure he's on board with providing us yes. tickets. He did for the football and has for the basketball. I see no reason why he won't in fall uh, coming up. Mitch Holtis joins the fray next. But before we do that, it's time for another $1,000 slam dunk. Go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword WIN. That's keyword WIN right now at KXNO.com. Mitch Holtis joins us next. Trent, I have to clean this up. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. CenturionStoneofIowa.com, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. If you have a major, that doesn't need to be a major project, but a a project that's going to require some stone uh, work, Interior or exterior, any size, they've got a boatload of color and pattern combinations. And they will have, you'll be able to find something for your every need, over 200 of them. Check them out online, centurionstoneofiowa.com, or visit the showroom. If you have a project, you'll be glad you did. 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines, centurionstoneofiowa.com, sponsors Cappy. Holtus next, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Problem call 1-800-BETS-OFF. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, 
garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, and West Des One for podcasting. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling... Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com. That's renterswarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happiness. White hundred bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, right, welcome back. Miller and Condon just past 1130 on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Papa John Central, Iowa. I know you've heard, Trent, the New York-style pizza that they've got, delicious. the special blinds as it ever. We'll get to that in a few minutes with our friend Mitch Holtis uh, as he joins us. Mitch, Trent, Ken, thank you for coming on. How are you? Doing okay, and did we not predict a week ago at this time that Ken Miller, your Broncos, would put up a yes. spirited fight, which they did. It takes an 86-yard scoop and score to win that game. Just a Denver crazy ending. Impressive in the way they fought. Yep, they you know, it was good to see. I'm glad you brought it up, Mitch, because I, I knew I was going to sneak in a selfish question about my squad. So here's the opening. I'm, I, I think Drew Locke can be a quarterback in this league. You know, you go back to his rookie year, he got five starts, he went four and one. Then the COVID year, I think you draw a line through that for everyone. And then this year, Teddy Bridgewater beat him out. I'm not so sure that, um, you know, that was, he was Fangio's guy seemingly from the jump. I think Drew Locke can play. Am I crazy? I think he can. Now, what has been the best thing for Drew Locke in these last three games where he's been the primary quarterback is he's not turned it over. His right. fail-safe in the past, not fail-safe, but his, you know, we all go to some place when we're under duress, and his would be to just chuck it and to be somewhat careless or not being able to read defenses. And I think giving him some time, the right system, if he was with Andy Reid, I think he'd have a real shot at it. He's got the arm strength, but he hasn't turned it over the last three weeks and didn't in that game, and that that just makes it different for him. And if he just stays, hey, with the check down, stay with the underneath throws, but basically what Mahomes has done this year, yeah, I'm with you. I think Drew Locke can play because he still has the arm strength and the talent. Got it done on Saturday. Ultimately, get the number 2 seed. We're hoping for some help, and the Texans put up a fight. Ultimately, the Titans get the victory there. So it is now Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh team 
that needed help themselves to get in. They get the win against the Ravens. They're not great, but they got some dudes coming off the edge, including T.J. Watt, you know, defensively. And they can run the ball a little bit with Najee. What concerns you most about the Steelers? Their pride and their toughness. Mm -hmm. This is a team that's only had three coaches in 53 years. Uh, There's a lot of Steeler fans in Des Moines. Some of them will be down here for the game on Sunday night. But that's, you know, a half century of having this. You don't have to think about what the Steelers are. You know what they are. And I've been asked many times this week, do the Steelers even have a chance? I said, if Mike Tomlin is walking down that tunnel, they've got a chance. And that's I'll stay that way. Uh, T.J. Watt, it's not just having a high number of sacks at 22 and a half. It's like the home run hitter that has 30 home runs and 50 RBI compared to the home run hitter that's got 30 home runs and 100 RBI. T.J. Watt's sacks are, are big-time sacks. Mm-hmm. Of their nine wins, five uh, were fueled by T.J. Watt's sack strip fumble recoveries. So that concerns you if you're the Chiefs. The other one is the psychology of this game. If you're thinking this is going to be anything like the route on December the 26th, you're wrong. It's the playoffs. It's the Steelers. Uh, they get Friar Muth back for this game. And the Chiefs have got to go in as if they haven't even played these guys in a while. You just cannot play this game thinking it'll be like the last one. Yeah, I forgot about Friar Muth being out, and he is a, uh, a security blanket, if, uh, if we'll put it that way, for, for Ben Roethlisberger. Here's what I want to ask you, Mitch, and, and we saw this on Saturday. Tyreek Hill did not play uh, as many offensive plays as he normally does, and it was pointed out maybe pregame he uh, aggravated something. And Kelsey looked like he might be a little bit dinged up in the football game, too. Those two massive offensive weapons for the Chiefs, health-wise, where are they? Well, it's too early to tell at 11.35. We'll know more. People just need to be uh, stay tuned this afternoon when Coach gets a report here in, you know, very soon, uh, probably in the next hour, hour and a half, uh, and then he'll give an update there. Uh, they were getting treatments yesterday, I know, but I'm hopeful they'll be ready to go. Uh, Kels has kind of been like that all year long. I've told you guys he's over 4,500 snaps now and uh, since the beginning of uh, he did miss the one game. The Steelers game is the only game he's missed. That was because of COVID uh, that he's missed that he wasn't held out because Pat, uh, uh, Andy Reid held the varsity up. So Chiefs didn't have Kelsey either. I, I think they'll both be up and running. Um, but stay tuned. Coach will give a definite update here in 90 minutes. What can you tell us about the signing? It's for the practice squad, but Matthew Sexton. Was with the Steelers? Is it little intel here leading into the wild card game? Yeah, I just left. He's under the hot lights. It seemed in good temper, <laughs> you know, with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, you know, tell us what you know about the Steelers and what, what we don't know about them in the last two weeks because we just saw them three weeks ago. Uh, no, it's just a sign of those signings yesterday. It, and, again, we have talked about it. And I know Ken's an adversary here being a Bronco fan. But this personnel department of the Chiefs is just outstanding. They spend 365 days literally scanning the globe looking for guys, trying to upgrade the talent. And we've seen that with the impact of undrafted free agents on this Chiefs team. Where would the Chiefs be this year without Daryl Williams, Byron Pringle, um, Derek Gore? Uh, who am I leaving out here? There's just a, I mean, a fourth of this roster is undrafted free agents. And the Chiefs continue to always look and scan uh, and add to or try to add to the talent level and the depth. 
And we've seen the fruits of that really in the nine years of Andy Reid. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had a major, major impact on that football game this last weekend. He's a guy that's been in and out of the lineup. We remember him with the Vikings and thought that he had, uh, you know, was anxious to see his career go forward. Boy, he was really good this past week. Will he be more a bigger part of the game plan with the uncertainty with injuries in that backfield? Your thoughts on McKinnon? Uh, really, I like him. And we saw finally the impact because you're right. He's had health issues in San Francisco, but also know enough about the demographics and loyalties of a divided Des Moines as it pertains to the National Football League. There's a lot of Viking fans there and particularly north uh, of the city that were going probably listening or watching going, yep, that's the McKinnon we had when he was healthy in Minnesota. If you, if you really go back through his career, uh, there were some profound moments for him where he would impact games, and he's not only a threat to run it, he's also a threat to catch it, which we saw in his 14-yard check down and touchdown against the Broncos. But he's also a good pass protector. That's why right now, as it stands at 11.38 Central Time on the 12th of January, that's your third down back because he can catch it, run it, and protect. So there's some value of Jerry McKinnon here. Uh, what the Chiefs have done at the running back situation uh, has been, you know, it's variables and equation. It's A, B, C, and D. Uh, between Gore McKinnon, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, we'll get an update on his injury status, and same with Darrell Williams. But if you put all the numbers together of those guys, you're going, okay, this would equal a Najee Harris or a Jonathan Taylor, but it's just spread out. So it doesn't help your fantasy team, but it's effective nonetheless. And here's Darrell Williams with 1,000 scrimmage yards. That's been kind of a sneaky stat uh, from the running back room. Joining us right now, he is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Mitch, to the offensive line, I feel like I bring up offensive line all the time, but I've just been so impressed what they've been able to do this year, not only rebuilding it, but doing it with a lot of different parts this season. So Lucas Niang goes to the IR. He is done. Andrew Wiley listed as a starter at right tackle. Kyle Long was on the active list for the Week 18 game against Denver. Didn't get any snaps. Is Long right now just a guy that they're keeping in case of injury? Or would you be surprised to see him trot out there and get some snaps against Pittsburgh Saturday, uh, Sunday night? I'll take your ladder because I really thought he was ready to go and get his feet wet against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And suited up, he was active. Uh, but the offensive line, let's just take that group. Let's take, I'll, I'll just give you a global answer and then we can do something specific for long. Inexperienced youth is a liability at the playoff time. It, it gets accentuated. Experienced youth is an asset. Follow me here. One of the biggest things the Chiefs have going into the 2021-22 calendar year playoffs that was not there in even their runs in 18, 19, and 20 was the fact that those lines for the Chiefs in 18, 19, and 20 were hanging on. Guys that had been around, the Duvernay Tardifs, the uh, Eric Fishers, the Mitchell Schwartzes, well into their career, and a lot of wear and tear. Now, hanging on, you need experience in the playoffs. But if you have experienced young players, now Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, the only one of two rookie pairs that started every game on an offensive line since the uh, merger, 1970. Now, these guys have experience, but they have fresh legs. Same with Orlando Brown Jr. Now, right tackle uh, is a bit of an issue because of the knee-ang injury. But Kyle Long could enter that solution, even if it's a fill-in. Or
more if you're tackle over tackle, although uh, Alec Reddy's done a great job in that role when the Chiefs will bring in an extra blocker and use an extra offensive lineman. But I think it's a huge asset for this team that they have young, good offensive linemen going into the playoffs with fresh legs and not worn out. If it goes according to seed, and certainly that's not always the case, correct me if I'm wrong, but that would mean that Buffalo would come to Arrowhead Stadium next week, correct? If the chalk holds, yeah. Yeah. But the cheese and and your key prepositional phrase at Arrowhead Stadium, right? Because that's why getting the two seed and that scoop and score by Bolton was so big, Mm -hmm. and I was amazed where people down here were talking publicly about just poo-pooing the game. Don't arrest the starters, and doesn't matter what seed you have. Wrong. I mean, if you're not going to get the one, get the two. That's the second home game, and you may get the one if the Titans slip. So, yeah, I mean, you get a second home game, and if chalk holds, it'll be the Bills. But in this crazy year in the National Football League, I'll be stunned if chalk holds in this super wild card weekend. Uh, hopefully it holds in one game, the Chiefs in the 2-7, but it, uh, any of these games are crazy. This is the wildest year I can remember in the NFL that was, you know, ended with the wildest last weekend I've ever crazy, seen. Crazy. With the wildest last game ever to end uh, the regular season in that crazy uh a game with the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, I spent some extra time grab-and-go my Denver hotel room Friday night thinking, i got some time here. Hmm. I'm going to work on the two highest probability playoff teams. Colts, Chargers. Eh, wasted time. Three hours of wasted time because neither one of those teams are even in the tournament. Wild. Uh, Mitch Holtis, uh, we talked about it before you, uh, you may not have been listening, but this New York-style pizza that Papa John's has rolled out, very, very <laughs> popular. My gosh, we've got football Saturday night. You're in primetime Sunday night. New York-style pizza, 13 bucks. You can fold it. Oh, my God, mouth-watering. You can fold it. You can just dip it. This is what Trent does. He'll, he will fold it, mm-hmm. pop his head up, right, bend his neck, and just do it like the uh, – flaming sword at the circus that's trent's favorite thing to do now i wouldn't recommend it but trent's got a little more skill than we have you're not a little older ken yeah but seriously sunday night football playoffs chiefs steelers will be a big papa john's night in des moines so make your get get your uh, reservation made actually your order in at papajohns.com and get it done but this will be a big pizza night and with the donaldson's like i've said before the thing that I love about them is it's not just serving great pizza. Their hearts for Des Moines, for central Iowa, the whole state of Iowa, is really shown with what they do and their benevolent work. Yes, they grape great pizza. Yes, they're business people. But they get it. Their hearts are, are like the Grinches when it gets overflows. Uh, so when you buy a pizza this Sunday night to watch the game or anytime this weekend, you're doing a whole lot more than getting pizza. You're helping through their benevolent efforts uh, in the state of Iowa. Well said, Mitch Holtis. Thank you for doing this. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you, Mitch. Yep, here we go. Here we go. Playoff time, baby. Playoff speed. Buckle up. Thanks, bud. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Eric Weddle just signed with the Rams, comes out of retirement. Really? How long has he been in the league? 15 years? It's got to be close, Trent. I, yeah. I, I mean, you're closer than you think, I right. bet you. Where did he finish? Baltimore? Is that where the last bat was? I think Baltimore. Was it last year or was it two years ago? I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, 
You said this earlier, 2020. It's just such a weird. Yeah, you just draw a line through yeah. it. Yeah. Drew Locke can play in the NFL. I'm convinced Look of it. Look at you talking yourself into your quarterback. <laughs> yes, I am. It's 11.45. We're Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wild card game to win their game this weekend. Bet just 5 bucks, win 280 in free bets if that team wins. And all customers can get in on DraftKings Hammer the over promotion for every 5,000 betters who take the over for Saturday night's game. It is the Bills and the Patriots. The point total will lower by a half point. So let me stop you for yes. a second because you took advantage of that. I did. And the game was, uh, it opened at 44, the total? It's down to 33 this morning. And everybody that jumps on is just going to keep going lower and lower. That's every wild. time they've done this promotion, it gets down to zero. Right. Let's make it happen again. Again, this is for all customers. What a great deal so it is. playoff games can't end in 0-0, Trent. Exactly. It means we don't talk about locks. This feels like a lock. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Were you reading or me? I'll, go, uh, I'll finish up here. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code KXNO to get 56-1 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet 5 bucks, win 280 in free bets if your team wins for new customers. Promo code KXNO this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's time for Trent's Pick of the Day. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Well, Trent's play of the day gave out two uh, two games yesterday. They both won. Uh, both won convincingly. Well, they both hit. Yes. Iowa State didn't win the game, but uh, they were getting, what, 13? 13, yeah. So you grab those. You love Penn State. Mm-hmm. And Penn State won by 17? They yeah, crushed the like Rutgers that. anyways. It was never in doubt. So let's go back-to-back, TC. What are you going to do? we got a three-pack of games. We're going to start with the Dukies on the road tonight to Wake Forest. Wake Forest got things going with Forbes a little bit. The former Lone Tree native. All right. We're going to grab the six and a half with Wake Forest tonight at home. Good times to be a Demon Deke, right? Yes, it is. Basketball, football Uh on the upswing. Let's go to the Big East. UConn, favored by 11 against St. John's. Champagne's an outstanding player. St. John's is really talented. Feels like too much. I'm going to grab the 11 here on the road. Give me the Johnnies, and we're going to wrap things up with a Big Ten tilt. Maryland at Northwestern. That's the late game, too. It is. Give me the Wildcats. I'm going to lay the five. Give me them against a Maryland team. Well, former Wake Forest coach Danny Manning, yeah. he's got some troubles there. Uh, he certainly does. Well, um, two for two last night. Let's see if you can go three for three tonight. We know we use, we say it all the time. We speak on behalf of DraftKings. We love Circa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bet River sponsors our television show. So last night I was shopping for World Series prices yeah. because. <laughs> uh, anyway, what else are you gonna do? Right. So I, I, my Blue Jays were ten to one. At Bet Rivers, uh-huh. they were twelve to one at Circa and thirteen to one at DraftKings. Take Shop around, ones. yes. Shop around. You bet twenty bucks, that's sixty extra dollars. Well, they got to win first. There is that aspect of things, isn't there? But a uh, point being, you're home free. Yeah, I am good. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Well, our show is over for the day. Murph and Andy are next locally. They'll be in here at one. Of course, the Fanatics at three. 
Uh, Hawk Central tonight, is it on the docket at 6 o'clock? I'm assuming it will be. Well, tune in tonight and find out. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We're Miller and Condon, weekdays 10 to noon. Thanks for being with us on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNL.